0: you ready i'm good man you just hit the vents all right let's do this thing
1: welcome to saturday morning superstars
0: you know every time it's different and every time it's good Dom. I'm Fan. Here we are channeling our midlife crisis watching early 90s Saturday morning syndicated professional wrestling and it is June 11th 1992 in the Wayback Machine. Yes welcome to June 11th 1992 our
1: third week of Groundhog Day at the Victor Cops Coliseum.
0: Yeah Hamilton Ontario Canada. Yes. We are in the room where it happened. Room where it happened.
1: (laughs) Room where it happened. Yes. Yes I believe this was This was week three, still from the cops, cops coliseum. Victor, cops,
0: bad boys, bad boys. (laughs) What's a good dude in in Hamilton, Ontario? I don't think too much. The mean streets of Hamilton, the mean streets of Hamilton, in their cops coliseum. Gentlemen, put down that moose. And the whole show is like hosted by the Mountie It's a ride along with the Mountie They should Do the Mean Streets of Hamilton <laughs> Dude, let us do the, the vignette packages Oh, we could have easily had like the,
1: the the Mountie over Yeah In the span of five minutes That's right Easily.
0: Step one, get rid of Jimmy Hart <laughs> <laughs> You don't need him yeah. You don't need him You don't need a step two either That's it, That's you're it. done That's all it would take
1: You're done, you don't have to write that one down nothing new in the main titles yeah we just i kind of rolled through those i i look every week to see if there's something and i'm like did they add more uh macho man no they didn't
0: Nah. No. We are just in time for National Nude Day. Yeah, this thing aired like during Cartoon Block. (laughs) Exactly. And it's National Nude Day. I absolutely, I'm sure that uh, Vince was
1: salivating over this one. Like, what could he, you know, uh, get away with? on the air but he let perfect do most of the talking on this one
0: yeah and not to like pull back the curtain too much but we're recording this episode and the second one just aired that we had done yes this weekend our second episode actually went out to the world yeah and my wife was watching it watching the show while we were doing the commentary she was okay she was uh Listening to the podcast while watching the actual Superstar Show. Mm-hmm. That episode, the second episode had uh, D, V, I don't know what D is, I guess drama, and then V is drama. violence, and it also violence. had the S for sex. And I'm like, what show was this? I don't remember. That, what
1: were we watching? I, we I, watching I don't remember that? any sex in that show. I have I to go
0: back and watch it now. I don't need Maybe, <laughs> maybe it's the WBF. I,
1: you know what? I bet you that's what it was. With cameos, boobs, all those hard bodies and hard bodies. That's the sex right there. Unfortunately, yeah. Perfect is doing the nude puns. Lots of them. Uh, I, I like how uh, Vince says the he's creating a lot of images that I don't need in my head. Here. <laughs> uh with a lot of this stuff standing alongside a man that claims to be the perfect nude that was my favorite line
0: he's the perfect nude yeah it was the best <laughs> and he's sitting there with his early 90s wind conductor mock turtleneck yeah as the perfect nude he should have done it just like waist up with no shirt
1: <laughs> no shirt yeah. just kept everything up for the, yeah. for the bottom up. Yeah. They wouldn't have known. That's right. Especially they're in green screen. So in action this week, we've got uh LOD. Yeah, do you see how kid friendly that picture was? Oh my god, they got the kid with the Zubaz pants on. Uh <laughs> I couldn't believe I was like, Oh yeah, Zubaz pants were a thing. I actually looked them up when I saw that and I was like, Do they still sell Zubaz pants? And there is Zubaz.com Nice. Where you can get you can get zubaz pants for twenty
0: bucks. Just keep keeping the flag up waving the flag. Yeah, I know. But I see this picture of them holding the kid up with his like his merch. They got his plastic shoulder pads and then they bring yes. bring that goddamn puppet. Uh, so I'm wondering were they trying to market them less apocalyptic and more kitty friendly, more kid friendly. Yeah, that could be the that could be the angle they're
1: going for cuz we'll talk about the pu- the puppet in a little bit here cuz this is as I said, I did not really watch during this era, so this is the first time really seeing the puppet. You saw Rocco. I saw Rocco, like because last week when we when we had the vignette in Chicago, was it last week or two weeks ago? No, it's last week. Last week's episode had the had the vignette in Chicago, and they pull him out of the rubble, but you don't actually kind of see him, like he's all dusty and all messed up. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that. So right. uh, we've got a nails sighting. Zah. Nails the Z. They keeps showing that god awful picture of him. I just like, you know, you don't have another picture of him. That's all they got right now. Yeah. We're going to see The Undertaker in action. There you go. Uh, Shawn Michaels. So there's a couple of good ones. Mm-hmm. And uh, Money Inc. again.
0: <laughs> yeah. Money Inc.'s uh, like, a mainstay. Yeah. Just looking at the list there. LOD, Nails, Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, Money Inc. That is besides Nails, that's pretty much a list of the Hall of Fame right there.
1: Yes, it is. There's there's a lot of good on this on this list. So it looks to be a good show. So I was excited for this one. <laughs> We should see some good action in the ring. We'll see what, you know, our red
0: tights bring to the table. Well, good, because they're, they're going to be in the ring, like, immediately. <laughs> we got uh, red tight Barry Hardy and uh, Kerry Davis mm-hmm. awaiting their d- imminent destruction by LOD, Paul Ellering, and I... Mm-hmm. Goddamn puppet I <laughs> The goddamn God, puppet the Goddamn puppet Well we're just going
1: to call it the goddamn puppet But before we get to the goddamn puppet mm-hmm. So we've seen Barry Hardy a few times Yeah, As uh, we have mentioned before He was one half Of the executioners With uh, um Gilberg He was executioner two Yes he was executioner two uh, So Barry Hardy So I was trying to do a little bit more digging Barry Hardy has his own Wiki page with way more information than you would ever care to know about barry hardy this thing is so goddamn long it's just like it went through every month of his life and i'm like he must have written this thing himself
0: yeah he's like like, you know foley got the bestseller well wait till they get a load of me this my my wiki page they're getting it all Um, the full hardy the fall Hardy was on. And I just, I was like, oh. It's Barry time. Who's,
1: who's writing this much information on Barry Hardy? Barry's mom. I guess so. I guess so. Barry's mom.
0: Barry. <laughs> Very proud of him. Barry's mom. And my boy, I mean, Barry Hardy. <laughs> yeah, third person. Keep it third yes, person. Keep
1: it third person. Kerry Davis, on the other hand, couldn't find too much on him. He has a an IMD. DB, not an IWDB Oh, where it just says uh, "jobber" for the WWF 1991 to 92, and it lists the episode of challenge that he was on. Okay, around this time, it does not. Uh, 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 does not list this episode that we're watching right now. But he's got an IMDb, so good for Kerry Davis.
0: LOD's out with the freaking puppet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this guy who's like straight out of Joe dirt is he's wearing an LOD shirt and he is so thrilled to see him. It was like, he bought the tickets to go see him. His life has been fulfilled. It's done. He's good.
1: He can die and go to heaven. He's going home happy. He has seen LOD. He has seen the light. You know, he still likes him even with the the goddamn puppet.
0: Oh, well, Paul Ellering's coming down the aisle for the first time ever with this puppet. Mm -hmm. Ellering turns to a kid in the audience and the kids looking at him like, the hell's this
1: (laughs) he looks (laughs) so confused he's like what are you doing to my favorite wrestlers yeah oh god okay so this is the first time i'm seeing the puppet right and my first impressions are mid-50s greaser Mm -hmm. with some sort of lip impediment he's got a snarl yes he's got he's a snarl I didn't realize that Ellering makes the puppet talk, too. It's not like he's just carrying this puppet around. Yeah. He's... Like literally doing
0: the whole ventriloquist act. Yeah, but he can't actually do a ventriloquist act, so they only see <laughs> you. Never see Ellering. And... No, so they never. You never see Ellering <laughs> while the puppet is talking. Yes. No, exactly. And Rocco only says Ellering statements. Mm-hmm, Yes, it's just the stuff he always says at the side. But now he's doing it in in a wacky voice through a puppet. Yes, I'm looking at the puppet. If you look at him
1: close, he's got like a little bit of a late 90 late 80s Michael Jackson vibe. Yes. Well, it, they're both mostly plastic. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> She's kind of got like that bad uh, uh Michael Jackson Oh, it's bad. It, and it's definitely bad. <laughs> it's definitely. definitely. Bad.
0: Meanwhile, the, uh, you know Hawk and Animal are killing it in the ring oh my god they just like the, as soon as the bell rings Hawk just tosses Barry out of the ring Animal starts killing uh Kerry yeah chops and clotheslines like I think they're just like they're making me play with this fucking puppet <laughs> 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 these guys are gonna pay like they
1: look like badasses in the ring gut wrench suplex standing drop kick look phenomenal the whole bit he even gets to the one spot where um is it Hawk got the one guy like in a in a choke hold Mm -hmm. and then he gets so frustrated like he takes his hand and has him slap the other guy
0: that was my move of the night it's like get the hell in here you suck Hawk choking the guy out, the guy is reaching for his tag partner, and Hawk just grabs the guy he's choking's hand, yeah, and tags his partner in for him. <laughs>
1: that was awesome. That was. I just kept yelling at the screen like, "You don't need the goddamn puppet. You guys are badass." Yeah, it
0: was the most badass thing I've ever seen. Here, I'm gonna take your dead hand because I've already <laughs> choked you to death. I'm gonna take your dead hand. I'm not gonna pin you because this guy's still breathing. He's. I'm not done killing him. No. So I'm gonna take your dead hand, I'm gonna tag your partner in, and then beat the hell out of him for a while.
1: <laughs> I'm done with you. Let's get another guy in here. Let's get some more raw meat in here, please. It, it, it was so good. It was a good
0: match. Yeah, and it was interrupted by close-up after close-up after close-up of Rocco. The goddamn puppet. Goddamn puppet. Uh doomsday device, and it is over. It is once again. And then we get two more close-ups of Rocco yeah. and a replay of Rocco. Oh, God. And they keep, they keep on oh, calling God. him. He's a survivor because they dug him out of the rubble, I guess. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. They cleaned him up. I'll tell you what. Because
1: as I said, you know, when we saw him in Chicago, he was not doing well. Like his hair was all over the place. <laughs> pretty beat. Like, uh, yeah, like who, who put the who put the puppet back together? Like who
0: groomed the puppet? That's what I want to know. Is, is Ellering like sitting there in the bathroom? And uh... I don't think it was the same puppet. God forbid it was Ellering's idea. He'd be like, you know what we need? No, it would be really badass. If I came up with a, with a ventriloquist dummy to the ring. It's the Legion of Doom. The Legion of Doom, yeah. They should come in with a road warrior car. Yeah, like an, an apocalyptic car. Yeah, some like screwed up guitar player blowing flames and shit not a puppet (laughs) (laughs) jesus at least the puppet could could like look like somebody out of the apocalypse like it doesn't he looks like a 50s greaser he would be absolutely fine Mm -hmm. if jimmy hart was running around with the stupid puppet and the honky-tonk man was in the ring Uh yeah four minutes 39 seconds in after the win there is a 10 year old girl painted like hawk holding a LOD, what a rush sign. Aww. It's adorable. Yeah. She's going to the eighth grade dance alone. So they are,
1: you know, they. I guess they are going for the more kid-friendly because they're showing, and you'll notice this throughout the night, like with the LOD when they show audience shots they're showing kids
0: yeah like take your family to our product yeah and a couple of weeks earlier the uh, beverly brothers were picking on the kids wearing the lod things Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, yeah i guess so. i guess paul ellering being like some kind of evil mastermind lex luther guy wasn't kid friendly enough which i I guess not. Give him a puppet. We got to tone down uh, Paul. Paul's scaring the children. Go
1: give him a puppet. Yeah. Well, in this day and age, it was all more about the gimmicks. Like, I think, you know, we're thinking in terms of 2021 right now, where like the badass wrestlers are the ones that are the ones that are getting most over. Mm -hmm. Whereas
0: in the early 90s, it's the more gimmick the better they really catered after us mm-hmm. we were watching this stuff while we were watching saturday morning cartoons. yeah and it was geared to us and then we got older we went to college and then we thought it was lame and then they hardened the product and it was like for a college audience yeah we grew up at the right time yeah and now we're old and we got kids and we can't take him to go see like triple h hump a dead body in a coffin so now 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 it's PG again, and we could take our kids it's back to the kids. Yeah, it's for our kids. Exactly. It's gone full circle. It is. And you know what? Vince is, is exactly as old as my dad. Oh, well, then there you go. So Your dad looks a lot better, by the way. He does. He could take Vince. <laughs> no, he can't. Vince would kill him. <laughs> Vince, is, Vince is 100% grade A prime, uh, prime beef. beef. Yes, he is. I'm prime beef. Ha, ha, ha. That's right. <laughs> We are out of there no more puppet for the night thank god and from the pages of the new wwf magazine featuring the british bulldog yep british braid dog on the front i'm gonna go out on a limb and saying that this magazine cover yeah will change the nature of next week's show for us but we'll talk about <gasps> that later yep yeah well yeah we will talk about that later certainly mean gene and a shit ton of Ica Pro <laughs> is waiting for us. Mean
1: Gene, uh, mean Gene is somebody that does not use Ica Pro. No, I'm gonna
0: what, why? You. Yeah, <laughs> why on earth would you put Mean Gene O'Kerlin next to your your bodybuilding supplement? Exactly. Be like Gene. Take Ica Pro.
1: You gotta get like a wrestler in there that's like actually using this shit.
0: <laughs> Man, not not Gene O'Kerlin. My Ica Pro product of the day—that one that stand out to me was cyclone packs yeah yeah what the hell is a
1: cyclone pack <laughs> that's making everything go down the bowl nice and easy
0: <laughs> is what it is? Just, just whirling down the bowl yeah jean ah. uh, is wearing a modern art masterpiece as a tie which he will not be wearing <laughs> later on today because you'll see him twice and he's Definitely in a different outfit. Yeah, we do see him a little bit later. Goes
1: into uh, a little bit of a shtick on the Mountie. Mm-hmm. Jack Tunney does not have a hold on his wrestlers right now because there's uh, complaints about uh, the Mountie with his boomstick. His boomstick, the great <laughs> American
0: scream machine. Go Jersey. Yes. Right out of Six Flags, man. <laughs> exactly.
1: And how he carries this thing to the ring. And I guess he can get away with it because, you know, he's not using it on anyone per se minus the time that he actually did use it on sergeant slaughter he's uh intimidating his opponents with it Tunney's not happy with that
0: yeah you can wave it around to somebody you just can't use it
1: yeah but you know he gets he gets quite close they show a few clips of uh past matches uh including the the shot on sergeant slaughter right as well so the whole gimmick is 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 starting to work for me a little bit more mm-hmm Okay, I am recognizing the Mountie as a pretty big threat. Yeah, you know, because he's a big dude. Okay, I get that. Without the boomstick, and when he was just walking around screaming that he was the Mountie, it didn't do too much for me. But now, like that, he has this weapon. You know, he's got a little bit more bite to him. I'll say.
0: I think the Mountie worked. I was I was never a Mountie hater. I, the only thing I hated about the Mounty is when they kind of made him more of a clown with the. It's starting now with the Mounty theme song, mm-hmm. but you know when he was Rougeau brothers were great. And then I, I don't know what happened to Ray, but uh, mm-hmm. when he goes, when Jacques Rougeau's on his own and becomes the Mountie, he's basically a one-off character to fight against uh, the boss man, like cop versus cop. Mm-hmm. That's over. That should have been the end for him. There's a lot of people like they they just make him for one opponent and then they disappear. Like Kane was supposed to be a one and done, mm-hmm. but there's some guys are able to spin off on their own and continue the character. So. They needed someone to hold the Intercontinental Championship and trade it to uh Piper, and he was able to pull that off. Yeah. And now they got him against Sarge and they, yeah, he kept them around as a credible threat, and they'll be in another it'll be in a tag team. So you got some mileage out of this stupid ass gimmick.
1: This is this is a good example of what good wrestlers can do. Yeah. Because they can take a horrible gimmick like a Martel or like the Mountie and turn it into something that's viable for the company and make it actually work. So I, you know, I applaud him for that.
0: Yeah, he's good. We're gonna get a tribute to the Macho Man today, and it's about time. Why? Why are we tribute? Did he die? No, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> they start.
1: Well, he did. But, In memoriam. <laughs> I mean, he is now. Yeah. I mean, this would this would have been great to do maybe fifteen years later. Yeah. Hey, we got the package together. Like,
0: we're not gonna use this for like two decades. Like, exactly. hey,
1: we're proactive. I'm I'm really confused by this because this seems like okay if they're going to do something like this i feel like this is like there was no mention of this last week that they were going to do anything nope so all of a sudden just out of nowhere we're doing a tribute to the macho man is this a hey by the way he's still here you just don't see him on this show yeah i think it was you know
0: I think it was just like, "Hey, we're gonna keep you. You know, we don't let the champion wrestle on TV in this era." So, then just let him do a promo. Yeah, like you get it, like you do everybody else. Hey, I'll take whatever macho I get because (laughs) I know basically a witness protection um, at this point. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, we get red tight Chico Martinez, who uh, came off the deli counter for for this match. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Off of a cut above in Newtown Square, and now he's uh, in the ring. Mm-hmm. And out comes uh, Sherry and Sean. Sherry and Sean with the Sherry version of uh,
1: Sexy Boy going off. And, and Vince is pushing that hard. He loves to mention that Sherry's doing the vocals
0: yeah on that one he also is saying that he exudes arrogance more than anyone else and we know that the card's about to change right we, we took a sneak peek at SummerSlam's card mm-hmm. and none of the matches none of the feuds that we're looking at really make that card mm-hmm. uh there's it's all like the same people and they put them in a blender and and gave them new opponents and sean's going to be against martel yeah so uh this is the second time they're saying he's more arrogant so we're gonna have like the battle of the arrogant characters coming up so we're starting to see a little bit of a change into what we could see for summerslam coming up that's good yeah i think we're moving on from the traveling show yeah and heading towards the pay-per-view gotcha when the match starts they do uh, a thing that I th- saw the last time we saw Sean I was wondering if they were going to continue it. Yeah, they're doing the red tight gets a shot to Sean's face and Sean immediately is concerned and runs out of the ring and checks the mirror. Yeah. Uh, if I'm remembering correctly, because it's been like, what, 30 years? Mm-hmm. This is going to be a thing with him and Martel. Like, they're not allowed to touch each other's faces because they don't want to de-beautify each other. Oh, nice. So I think th- this is the seeds of that. We'll see if this continues in, in, in a few weeks. Nice.
1: Yeah, I was happy to see Chico get in a little offense, but then I realized that it's like oh, it's just so Sean can run out of the ring and check himself in the mirror, make sure he didn't get it hurt.
0: Yeah, Chico, you got to hit me cuz I'm going to do the thing where I don't want my face blemished. Yeah. He's like, All right whatever pretty much as you get a little bit you get two shots in yep for me and that's
1: it you go to three i kick your ass
0: <laughs> that's, <right>. that's
1: like, <laughs> you for
0: real that's all you get picture in picture of sean i kind of dig that sean does his own picture in picture i think all the ego characters should do do the promo of themselves during their own match
1: yeah but i have to say that this is one of the worst promos i've ever seen sean michaels do he did a bad version of the genius with this poetry yes it didn't It did make roses of red and mirror mirror on the wall. What was it? Oh, mirror mirror on in Sherry's hands. (laughs) Who's going to be the new champion. Like, Mm. Oh, come on.
0: Yeah. It's a rough rhyme. It it doesn't really work. That is a rough rhyme. I, I have problems with rough rhymes. Yeah, well, so, she, you're, uh, you're, you're a choir guy. Side suplex finish again. Yeah. But we get a
1: replay of the super kick. We do get the sweet chin music, which was not called sweet chin music at that point, but that one looked good. Yeah. That was, that was a good one. Right under the chin, knocked him down, maybe... I, I, I feel like there's got to be some rumbling, so that's a that's a cool move. Like, keep doing
0: that one, and eventually it becomes his finishing move. It looks awesome. That one does look really good. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I think they're going to switch it up soon where we're not going to see the side suplex anymore. Yeah. Uh, doesn't throw Sherry down anymore either. I don't know if that's going to be a permanent change. He just has her hold the mirror, and so he can check himself.
1: After the match, they show a guy in the crowd that could have easily been a red tight.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, with, the, with the, him booing, and he's like,
1: "Yes." Yeah. I was like, you, my friend, are going to be a red titan in like two
0: weeks. You, Yeah, he has <laughs> zero muscle tone. He's like a skeleton. Nothing. Skin.
1: Yeah. booing um,
0: the crap out of him. Yeah. Always be closing. Vince tries to sneak in a WBF plug. He does. And Perfect cuts him off. He doesn't get it in. Perfect's starting to get sick of the WBF stuff. We get a graphic of uh, the WBF magazine with a Davy Boy Smith interview, and they're going to be releasing the... SummerSlam main event soon, and it's going to be in England. And I think that's what yeah, Davy Boy is going to get a lot of uh, airtime here. Yeah, Yeah, since they're in England. Yeah, the storyline's about to turn. I think we're going to be moving on away from the house show and into the pay per view uh, promotion.
1: Well, good. I I I look forward to because there's a there's a lot of. for, not foreshadowing, but there's a lot of promo towards what's going to happen next week on this show, yeah. which which got me a little bit excited for it. So I was like, "All right, all right,
0: I want to watch next week." Yeah, I mean, it's been what, about three months of shows, mm-hmm. so yeah, that that's probably the loop. It's probably a three month loop.
1: Yeah, and it's the summer loop too. So it, it's you know they probably. Maybe uh, attendance is I don't know Would you think attendance would be higher in the summer or or lower in the summer.
0: I'd have no idea. I don't know if it'd be higher because more people are not at school and stuff Mm -hmm. or if it'd be lower because everybody's vacationing. I have no clue.
1: Yeah, exactly. I always think the school mentality because, you know, teacher. That's right. But, uh, you know, I, I I would tend to think it was a little bit higher, but, you know, I don't know. We'll find out.
0: We're out of there, and it's the Event Center with Sean Mooney. Sean Mooney. And uh, promo number one is Rick Martell. Rick
1: Martell making headlines, being on the covers of magazines with his new look.
0: He's got his feathers. His feathers are a hit. He works it, man. He works it. He's okay till the close of this promo. He doesn't like. He just should have gave up about two sentences towards the end because he, he was fine. Mm-hmm. I forget how he ended, but it was, I was like, oh, it's like it's like watching a uh, gymnast not stick to landing. Oh, like, <laughs> <laughs> so close. But at least you know, ninety percent of his was good. When we go to promo <laughs> number two, <laughs> oh my God, it's Virgil. I just looked at your notes. See, I, I
1: wrote the whole thing out, but I see your notes say, Jesus. <laughs> That's
0: <it. laughs> one word just jesus i i had to write this one out did you write it out or did you use the the promo droid 2000 no i didn't i I didn't go with promo droid
1: 2000 on this one (laughs) i was like i gotta write this one out because this thing is just god awful all over the place he has no idea what he's talking about no and he can't figure it out he can't He can't come up with a substantive argument for any of these people that he brings
0: up i think he's bringing up these people because like hey virgil we're gonna feed you to these guys and we don't know where you'll be in what town and which guy will put you with Mm -hmm. but uh these are the three guys yeah so if you're in cincinnati and uh shango happens to be around you'll be fighting him there and if you're in Philly and nails is there, you'll, we're gonna feed you the nails because we're not ready to give them to the boss man yet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's 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 pretty bad. You want to go? You want to hear this one? Lay it on me. I think we're gonna uh, we're gonna have to. Now
1: that I've heard underlying music for my other one, I'm gonna to have to come up with like some underlying music for these bad promos just to bad, make them you know,
0: bad promo, some bad underscoring. promo
1: unders- underscoring. I-, I might have to come up with that, but anyway, okay, mm-hmm. here's Virgil's promo. Yes, there's a lot of tough guys going around the WWF, and let me name a few. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about Papa Shango, yeah, big old voodoo type guy (laughs) well um i don't know where he's coming from (laughs) let me tell you about nails you nails he's trying to get like a little you know he's getting himself psyched up You nails i'm talking about you came up and you handcuffed one of my best friends i'm talking about the big boss man
0: the big boss man Came in as a heel with a Confederate flag on his side. He's no friend of Virgil's. He's no friend of Virgil's. Exactly.
1: Uh, to the ropes where you couldn't where he couldn't move, man. And then you beat him like a dog. Yeah, but this where it got a little weird. I was like, You beat dogs there, Virgil? Like, you hanging around with Michael Vick? Yeah, but every day, every dog got his day. You know what I mean? Nails. And I'm talking about you now, Kamala. Oh, I would love to see that. Uh, would, Virgil uh, versus Kamala. Virgil <laughs> versus Kamala. <laughs> You're a big man, and you like to splash on people. <laughs> well, I'm here. You get to splash on me if you can. <laughs> well, I'm the type of man that like to go around, pick up
0: all the trash in the neighborhood. And I see... Three big trash cans to go after. Yeah, but they're the trash and the can. He, he he should be the can. He's he is he's the good. can. Okay,
1: he is the can. He's the guy that's getting squashed in all of these matches.
0: Yeah, poor Virgil. Yeah, he actually had a good match the last time we saw him. But man, is he a terrible promo. Yeah. Um, maybe that's why they had him not say a word for like four and a half years behind <laughs> <Just> Dibiase. <hold>, <laughs> just hold, just fan the cash. You should have just cat.
1: kept doing that Just yeah. just grab a couple of ones at this point Because you don't got the million dollar man And just you know Hold him up. You'd be good. Uh,
0: tribute to the Macho Man is next. Yes. It's a clip show of uh, spinning and elbows. Oh my God. If you go 14 minutes, 51 seconds in, you'll see Macho Man in a fried egg hat.
1: Oh God. I did not notice that. The one thing I did notice is that they have the shot of Macho doing the flying elbow on Hulk and then mm-hmm. two two shots later he's doing the flying ob- elbow with hawk at his side by the by the
0: ring that's right <laughs> i did i kind of like how they had him land on hulk because we haven't seen him in a while i wonder if vince is getting a little hot about that like yeah yeah not a lot of miss elizabeth because the end is near for
1: those two. Oh, no. yeah unfortunately yep I need to go back and get that magazine cover.
0: It's really uh, like the evolution of the macho wardrobe. It is. Man, Savage could get some hang time off that rope. Oh, my God. Those were some fun robes, man. I just want one of those
1: robes. <laughs> what are you going to do with it? I don't know. I would wear it. I would, wear it. I would wear it to school. Like, nobody's gonna mess with me in one of those roses. I think
0: everybody would yeah. mess with you in one of those.
1: <laughs> no way, man. No, way, no man. way.
0: I got this. You get to see uh, clips of him holding the Winged Eagle belt in his new outfit. So these are mm-hmm. all recent because when he was the champion before, he's wearing the trunks. Yeah. So they, mu- you know, you get a couple shots of matches you you won't be able to see. Like the last time we saw him on TV with the belt was WrestleMania eight. Mm-hmm. And then after that, nothing. So all these shots of him with the belt are probably from the loop. So it's kind of mm-hmm. cool. You don't you don't get to see it that much. Yeah, I love that winged eagle belt. It's the best. it they you? She's never gotten rid of that. I was on Facebook last night,
1: and um, uh, one of the ads that came up was that they are um, advertising a new wing. It's a like a winged eagle belt with um, um, Swarovski crystals like in it in certain spots Hmm. it's like hmm i might have to check that one out like i can look at it and then my wife
0: will be like no No, i have have to have this i have to have it it's the winged eagle belt My wife would be like He's been talking about this belt for 30 years I'm gonna get it for him And it's gonna it's gonna be gift wrapped It'll be a big surprise I won't know it's coming I'll open it up It'll be that friggin' lavender one From No, <laughs> no warrior no. slaughter match No Wrong You <laughs> got the lavender no. winged eagle Oh, can we return it, please? <laughs> uh. I'm kinda of torn
1: Did you get a receipt?
0: Uh. <laughs> Did you get a receipt? <laughs> I got a signed by Sergeant Slaughter. <laughs> Great. <laughs> wonderful. Wonderful. That's awesome. It is the thought that counts. Next. Well, next is uh, Red Type Brutes Mitchell. Yes. Uh, also known as Agent Orange. He looks like Ed Norton from Fight Club. <laughs> we have seen him before. Oh, that's that was his name, wasn't it? Yes,
1: yes, he, he, I remember now. Wrestled under the name Agent Orange in, in other other uh, wrestling firms there. But they Vince and Perfect do not give him any chance. No. Any chance. They pretty much said he's
0: going to lose before the Undertaker even makes it down to the ring. Well, I was gonna say he's fighting the Undertaker. Like even Shawn Michaels said I didn't know I had a choice to win at WrestleMania.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We're talking about life insurance and burial insurance for Bruce Mitchell. Before
0: the match even starts, they, they give him no chance. It's funny. Undertaker has like a Kamala-like commitment to the gimmick because, the you know, he gets his mm-hmm. hat off. He gets his duster off. And then Paul's leaving the ring, but uh, the Undertaker follows the urn. Oh, yeah. He's, oh yeah. He doesn't follow the opponent, doesn't care about him. He's like the urn is leaving and I follow the urn, like he's entranced or I follow the or, yeah. oh, there, there goes the power of the urn and I'm gonna follow that. There
1: will never
0: ever ever be a better gimmick.
1: I'm sorry. I, I just don't ever see it. Like there's never gonna be a, a gimmick that lasts as long.
0: Yeah, because he was able to turn it. Like he couldn't have been zombie yeah. guy for very long. Like no. But uh, yeah, he was able to twist it and manipulate it, and to turn it into different things. Because it wasn't like mm-hmm. zombie Western man. Now he's uh, an evil Amish minister, and then he's like exactly now he now he's a biker.
1: Yeah, and now
0: he, yeah he's able to move it he around. So
1: different versions of it, but it always worked. It always worked.
0: Yeah, and at the core is always the same thing: is uh, like a badass gigantic guy who is going to be very tough to hurt. Mm-hmm. Immediate choke slam, immediate choke. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm calling it new school because it ain't old yet. He does the walk over the rope. <laughs> yeah, that's why I haven't written this new school as well. <laughs> hey, look, there's new school. Uh, giant pop for
1: him at this point in his career because everything is so slow and methodical mm-hmm. like he's not doing any like high flying moves and he can yeah. he's able to do that but um like even going to new school uh and setting up for the tombstone and all that kind of stuff it's just so slow it's like did he really need any athletic ability at this point besides the fact of just like lifting you know his opponent or whatever because it's not there's not a lot of running there's not a lot of flipping there's not a lot of jumping it's just very slow and methodical and he maybe he just looks makes it look really easy
0: yeah i mean uh, that was part of the problem he had with the gimmick apparently he like that's why mm-hmm. he he liked the biker one because the freedom of having to be a zombie mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and then when they put him back in the outfit, he pretty much kept the style of moving quick, but he's had the the accoutrement of the, the, the old-school Undertaker. Uh-huh. Uh, so it's kind of like the best of both worlds when he came back. Yeah. Off of the American Badass gimmick. But, yeah, I always thought that if he wanted to do a full nostalgic return to this gimmick, he could do it indefinitely. Because oh, yeah. He could no-sell and 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 move slow. Yeah. And when you're fifty whatever he is, no selling and moving slow sounds great. Like (laughs) put him in the old gray, put him in the shirt, then he doesn't have to worry about, you know, looking like a fifty six year old dude. Yeah. And and run this gimmick for a year or two and get get a couple more paydays. A lot of it is just you know, is his entrance to Yeah, it's all you ever want to see anyway. I guess he doesn't want to be a parody of himself, but Yeah, I guess. Whatever, man. Makes sense. Uh, we got a refresh of the story between him and the Berserker. Finally. Because this is one of the first ones that start, you know, this is the first storyline we saw. And then they just would wrestle separately. And now you got the Berserker and Fuji coming out.
1: I was craving for something like this. Whether it was one of these, uh, you know name against name uh, feuds to go somewhere because for the last few weeks we've just had promos against each other but now we finally get a little bit of a meeting between these two and Fuji doing the salt to the eyes thing just was that was awesome
0: yeah he hits Paul Fuji goes for the urn the Undertaker gets Fuji the Berserker attacks him behind and then Mm -hmm. here's what I didn't like about it Taker no sells everything like there's yeah every shot Nothing like the berserker does not look like a threat, no, at all to the undertaker. Fuji tries to hit him with a cane, doesn't hurt him, starts chasing after Fuji. The only thing that kind of gets him is cheating because berserker will throw some salt in the uh, yes, in the eyes of the undertaker, but he kind of almost no sells that, so yeah, I don't think this really made it. Didn't make the berserker look like a threat anymore. No, he he with all the no sell stuff, this kind
1: of like. Maybe it was like a, I don't know if the Berserker really goes anywhere after this, but it it didn't make him seem like a threat. And, you know, his whole gimmick is becomes very short-lived, I think.
0: Uh, we are in the event center. Back with Sean Mooney. 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 And uh, we got a Skinner promo. We do. Against Jack Tunney. Like he cuts a promo <laughs> against non-wrestler Jack Tunney. Yeah, Skinner. Yes.
1: I was like... First of all, I'm like, oh yeah, Skinner's still a thing mm-hmm. uh, um, in here. I feel like the last time we saw him was when he faced the Undertaker back in like week three. Did he? I thought it was the Warrior, or, or, or not, yeah, not the Undertaker, the Warrior. I'm sorry, she, uh, faced the Warrior, and and we haven't really seen him since. Um, yeah, and everything's against Tunny, so I'm like, are we gonna have a Tunny versus Skinner match? Tunny
0: versus Skinner. That'd be awesome. (laughs) Age in the cage, man. Age in the cage. Uh, Promo number two is Brett, and we have only uh, one excellent of execution mention here. One act, yeah. So I didn't get to drink that much during this one um, (laughs) because of that. Is that your drinking Uh, game? How many times, Brett? It is my drinking game. Excellent. Yeah, how many times
1: Brett says excellence of execution? Yes, it's not it, it didn't work on this one, unfortunately. Um, but it feels like this was a promo that he did like two or three weeks ago. Yeah. Because it's a lot of the same stuff. He's got a lot of pressure on him because he's got the belt. He does mention Shawn Michaels. The one thing he goes a little he, he goes with the tramp thing. Yeah. Sherry, I, tramp, a tramp. I was like, ooh, ooh. Yeah. with it, with the smart tongue. I know.
0: Bring your tramp. Bring your mirror. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Excellence of execution.
0: Drink. He puts Sean over a lot. He, he makes Sean feel like a credible threat, which uh mm-hmm. hilarious yeah. for what we know is going to yeah. happen between these two. but. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. If they had only known. Yeah, we're out. And red tight royalty, Dwayne Gill Gil- is in the ring. Gilbert. Face El Matador. Oh,
1: God. I was so rooting for Gilbert in this one. Yeah. And I love Tito Santana, but I just I hated this gimmick. Absolutely hated this El Matador gimmick. Uh, and I feel like he tried. I feel like Tito tried. as a, You know, the, the outfit's OK. You know, he tried to make himself look like a million bucks there, but it's just it's not working. Uh, they're doing, you know, ice cream bar shots.
0: Yeah, it always be closing. Ice always cream bars. be closing bars. Gilbert, uh charges the cape. Yeah, a couple times. He's <laughs> going after the cape. <laughs> Okay. He's a bull. He's the bull. Gilbert is a bull. the bull. This was a pretty good match because you got Tito that can go and Gilbert that can go. Yeah, Gilbert could go at this point. Yeah, definitely. And I was trying to figure out who was helping out who the most. Was Gilbert bouncing around for older Tito or was Tito doing a really good job with uh, Gilbert? Mm-hmm. Vince is a little pissed. Vince is not so happy that, uh, you know, he, Gilberg's in a headlock and he throws the matador off of him to get out mm-hmm. of the headlock, but uh Tito holds on to his hair. Oh yeah. Yeah. And and he's and he's not really happy that his babyface Tito is using a, a heel pulling hair mat uh move. Yeah. He gets a little upset with that. I noticed there was a lot of headlock in this. Yeah, well, it was a pretty cool move how he just tell you. like I've haven't seen that in a long time. hmm Guy tries to get out of the headlock and pushes the person who has the headlock on him off of them. Yeah. But the guy who had the headlock on just holds onto the dude's hair and pulls his head back in. Okay. So every time he tried to get out, Tito would yo-yo him back into the the move. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, but better if you're a heel doing it. Yeah. Because you shouldn't be pulling people's hair. Yeah. We get a nice big back body drop. Yeah. Uh, Gilbert made that look good for Tito. He did. He flew on that one uh which makes me wonder if there was a handful of really good red tights that would travel with the promotion and then they'd get some local dudes yeah and to fill out the roster. But I wonder if, like, was Gilberg part of the team? Like, was he part of the back room like everybody else? And you just happened to be yeah. the jobber guy, but still a guy that was traveling. Was he like, was he somebody who would uh, you know, travel down the road with these guys like everybody else? Well, he obviously stayed, he stayed with the company for quite some time because
1: then he was able to, to pull off the Gilberg gimmick when that came around.
0: Yeah, and people still recognized him as the jobber. Oh, look, there's Dwayne Gill yeah. as Gilberg.
1: Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, we get this little move from Tito before his finisher, the Pasa de Marte. Yes. Uh, what is he? He like throws his hands up in the air. Yes. I guess like he's a bull. He's the bull. He's the bull. He's so he becomes the bull at that point. Here it is. Up. Uh, yeah. Like jumps up in the air. It looks like he's waving his hands like he just don't care. Yeah. And then goes into the Pas de Marte, which looked devastating, by the way. I love. The, I love. I didn't like this move at first because I was like, he should have just done the flying forearm because I love the flying forearm. But the way that Gilbert takes
0: that move looked pretty damn devastating. It looks like he got knocked out instantly. Yeah. Like he got punched in the back of the head and was just out and dropped like a rock. Exactly. Yeah, I think that was that's the bigger deal. Uh I mm-hmm. think the last time we saw it we had a pretty lousy jobber. Yeah. And it didn't it looked like a half-assed flying forearm. Yeah, exactly. The thing looked like he got punched in the back of the head and lights out.
1: Well, the, I think it's the positioning of Gilbert, too, like where he is. Because the last time we saw him, I think the guy was way too high, so it looked too much like the flying forearm. Yeah. Whereas Gilbert's, like, bent over on this one, so he just comes hard down on the back of Gilbert's head, and it made it look good. It'd
0: be funny if the first guy, like, was a big Tito fan, and it's like, I'm going to sell the hell out of a flying forearm, and he comes in with this other move, and he's like, what the hell? was that? They're in the back to like, Tito, your flying forearms suck today. He's like, no, man. It's a a Paso de Morte. Paso de Morte. The the, the what? The
1: what? (laughs) That's my new move because I am El Matador.
0: Well, it sucks. It (laughs) does. uh, It's because you didn't sell it right, man. Fix it. (laughs) All
1: right, let's get Gilbert in there. He'll know what to do.
0: Uh, After the match, they cut to some cheering fans. Uh, Apparently, Tito is very popular with the beauty deficient
1: and and this is
0: <laughs> giant glasses uh, sh- plain and tall is clapping for tito
1: yeah yeah Thelma and louise are out there right now uh, but here's here's what we're talking about because like with lod you know they show a lot of the kids mm-hmm. you know uh and that whole thing but with el matador they're showing a lot of like
0: the middle-aged ladies oh my god 25 minutes 44 seconds in You'll see, um, you know, Marge's sisters cheering for El Madador. Yes. Yep. With the big thick glasses. They are so ugly <laughs> that Vince, at the cutaway, says, uh, calls them Dwayne Gills fans. <laughs> he doesn't want these ladies to have anything to do with his superstars. Uh, like, uh, they must be Dwayne oh, Gills fans. Oh, my goodness. Oh, look at that hair. Just mean. Yeah, that
1: is bangs. She's got bangs. All right. Yeah. Oof. well we uh we come to the part of the 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 segment of the show which is dom's favorite
0: oh my god i love it when i saw this is gonna happen i was so happy i didn't i didn't know it was coming i didn't know what we were gonna see i thought it was gonna yep. be a match but no yep. it's even better we have a kamala interview we're gonna interview kamala we are interviewing kamala mean jeans out different tie than he had uh, in the update so uh yes yeah you know, whatever
1: yes Kimchi's there whippleman's there oh we got the whole gang
0: the whole gang's here they call out kamala he is lost on the way to get to <laughs> mean jean there's no idea where he's going like Kimchi has to be like no no you're not going to the ring now no, we're no. going up on this stage no. And he he's, he's just needs to be guided. He still has no clue why he's even in an arena and not in a jungle somewhere. Yes, they, they have to
1: face him. They have to face him towards the, 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 the camera because he has no idea what he's doing. It's so it's like good. looking
0: around the stage like, what the hell? Perfect even says that. He has no idea where the camera is. <laughs> We got an
1: interview, we got the we got the promo with Kamala last week and an interview this week. They just
0: need to keep doing this. Oh, cuz this is the best part of the show right here. K- Kamala trying to like eat the ca- like trying to figure out what the camera was and just getting yes. closer and closer to it, almost eating yeah. the cameraman. Whippleman's poking Gene and Gene's getting upset, so Whippleman tells Kimchi to tell Kamala <laughs> to kill mean Gene. <laughs> Kill this man. Kill this man. And, and Kamal's like okay. It like, mm-hmm. like Yes. He just
1: comes up on him, his giant <laughs> gut just hanging <laughs> over him, looming. Uh, uh, Gene. Uh, he's getting angry.
0: Little girls are crying in the audience. They're, like kids are crying.
1: He looks like he's about to laugh too while he's doing it. Kamala. He's oh. like, he's trying to look away from Gene. Cause Gene, you know, Gene's like, you know, <laughs> this is the most hilarious thing ever.
0: Oh my God. It's like, oh. Kim Gene, go tell Kamala to kill me and Gene. <laughs> <laughs> please, please. <laughs> yes oh
1: my god making the little girls cry in the audience the one mother cradles her
0: daughter it's gonna be okay it's awesome it's gonna be okay it's the greatest thing ever to happen the professional wrestling oh my goodness yeah she's like crying
1: (laughs) oh god yeah the mom is like what did you do to my daughter he's you've got this giant beast of a man
0: (laughs) (laughs) so good We, we got a red tight with delusions of grandeur up next. It's the uh, Dublin destroyer. Yes, he is actually Irish. His real name. No. Is, his actual name
1: is Brian Donahue. So he's he's got the, the, the
0: no Irish dad. I'm not. I don't want to be in your talk show. I can make it on my own. I'm my own man. Dad. I'm not, go- and you're not gonna call me Phil anymore. You're gonna call me the Dublin Destroyer. I'm The Destroyer. I'm gonna wear
1: green. Uh, and he's going up against a fan favorite. Tatanka.
0: He's a hundred percent grade a prime beef fan and on the Ica pro. Oh, <laughs> of course he is. Of course. That's why he does his. Aye, 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 aye. He, uh, yeah. He He's using uh, the cyclone packs to call up the spirits. Every move he does. So a few weeks ago we were talking about
1: um, like they haven't done a lot of, uh, you know, with the gimmicks, a lot of their moves aren't named yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they have pretty much named everything that titanica does and it's all some type of chop it's all, chop. It's all a chop everything's all tomahawk chop everything's, everything's all a chop. chop yep coming off the top uh uh top rope he's doing chops he's he hits him with the with the rick flair chop it's the indian chop you know it it's all named stuff because apparently that's what indians do they just chop
0: they just chop. yeah after the match Vince is like chris come here for your Tatanka character. We got chops. We got chops off the rope. We got chops off the ring. We got chops. <laughs> You're going to grow sideburns. We're going to have <laughs> chops on your face. Gonna- chops everywhere. Chops, chops everywhere. We're going to have pork chops hanging from your outfit. Exactly. Uh, yeah, it's all chops all the time. Picture and yeah. picture of Tatanka. He still wants his shit back.
1: Yeah, and, and I thought this was actually a, an effective promo because we just saw Martel not two three segments earlier so mm-hmm. if i was watching this show as my first show ever right uh, you know you would see martel has got something against tatanka and tatanka's right back at him i was like all right so we've got a feud there and it made sense i thought uh, tatanka had some good bite on that one
0: that is pretty good I, i'm pretty sure it's the same promo as a couple of weeks ago but it still works because nothing's changed in the story you had a back and forth
1: there even though they weren't next to each other mm-hmm. uh, tatanka does the samoan drop uh, uh, which is called the back indian drop
0: oh that's that's the reason perfect. there we go
1: yeah oh so, wait perfect
0: named it or is that what it's really called well
1: that's what perfect called
0: it all right i don't know what the uh, yes so okay <laughs> he calls it the back indian drop and not the samoan drop yeah because we were wondering why that as the finisher of all moves yes it should have been the indian burn Ooh. he should have just grabbed his arm and started just grabbed like, his wrist <laughs> and started cranking on it in either direction until the guy submitted. I guess he couldn't sit in the ring like Aleister black.
1: no <laughs> that's, that's Aleister black style it's not Indian not a style.
0: style yeah that doesn't no, exist Aleister black style now yeah, yeah. Uh, not PC play, no. yeah hey uh but you know what is PC Oh God. It's Body Stars, and you gotta want it.
1: I just don't. I just don't. I don't bo- want. I don't want it. Uh, it's at its. It's at its new time. at ten o'clock on Saturday mornings. Okay, we got that. Uh, is, I guess would that first of all, I gotta find out if was it on the same show or same channel. As WWF?
0: No, because Body Stars is on USA, and uh, oh. Superstars could have been on anything. It was syndicated. So it's whoever bought the show. Okay. Uh, or in some markets, I think it was whoever WWF paid to run the show, because it's basically a commercial for
1: them. Okay. Because I wasn't sure if they like cornered the market with the 10 o'clock hour with their their WBF for anybody that wanted to watch that. And then 11 o'clock came around
0: and it was right into WWF. It would not surprise me if they're like, hey, when do they... Because they could have shown superstars at any time as well. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if they're like, hey, most places are showing superstars at 11. Mm-hmm. So or on body stars at 10 and then they could switch over yeah but uh i don't know i don't know if they i don't even know if they knew when yeah
1: well as i told you like i went and looked on imdb for the show and like they don't have any of the the episodes
0: like when they aired or anything of body stars of body stars yeah it's just completely blank yeah no it's blank i even tried to search cameo and like yeah she was on Body Stars, but who knows when? Yeah, but they it's like they're trying to erase it
1: from existence. It's like when somebody dies at Disney, you know. Just
0: throws <laughs> yeah, it down. No, 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 no it happened. Never happened. Never happened. Never happened. <laughs> um, there is a guy on the Body Stars clip that I have to go back because every time I see it, it looks like Vince, but it's not. Yeah. It well like, they do show
1: they show Luger at the beginning of the of it so you know he's going to be coming back fairly soon here
0: and they call it wbf body stars so they still haven't given up on the promotion but i thought it pretty much folded after the pay-per-view yeah so hopefully the end is near please speaking of the end is near rick johnson is not long for the world because this red tight is going up against nails
1: Uh, yes he is the the Dolph lungren standing uh (laughs) Is is going against nails, and if he had some type of gimmick,
0: I think he would actually have been a formidable opponent for nails because he's a big dude. He's a big dude. He's tall. He's got he's got a decent body. He's got yeah. Kind of, he's kind of as Jake the Snake syndrome, where he's like a skinny skeleton, but he's a tall mm-hmm. guy. Yeah, uh, I thought it was like Proto Heidenreich. He kind of looked like him. Yeah, yeah, a little bit along those
1: lines. You know, give him some sort of German esque uh, uh, gimmick. And he would have been good.
0: Yeah, he looked like a guy who could actually bounce around because Nails doesn't. I mean, I thought Nails actually wrestled too much in this match. He was actually doing mm-hmm. too many wrestling moves. Mm-hmm. I don't think as a convict, you should come out knowing a lot of wrestling. Like, Yeah. You should be, basically be a brawler. Yeah, I did have that in my notes that it was like, Nails is
1: using some wrestling moves uh, this time around instead of just killing the guy.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's still mostly choke, but then he's doing body slams. And I'm like, eh, don't do body slams nails. Yeah. You're, you're you know, if anything, you, you, you shiv a guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just kill him. Just, just kill him. Just, just
1: kill him and, and roll him off to the gurney.
0: There's a picture in picture of WWF magazine. And there's an article on the boss man beatdown called Assault in mm-hmm. the First Degree, which, again, brings me to my, like, they're calling it an assault in first degree. Why isn't Nails back in jail? Why is he not back in jail? Why is it this is not a parole violation?
1: Uh, yeah, there's there's something wrong with this. Uh, this whole situation where the, I think there needs to be some lawyers involved. Yeah. Jack Tunney should get off his butt and actually do something about this. You know, we keep referring to Jack Tunney. Um, yet we have not seen him yet on any of these shows. So. Yeah, he's,
0: he's like the wizard behind the curtain. Yeah. Uh, Bossman's coming back next week. Uh, they don't mention it here, but it's going to be in an interview. I was excited that, about that. Yeah. Of course, I should. Uh, you know, it, it goes back to
1: um, when Nails first came in, and they they should not have uh, uh, you know promoted that he was coming. I think they should do the same thing with
0: Bossman. Just have him show up. Yeah, just to be a surprise, like, yeah, beat down Nails. Be like, exactly, exactly. Uh, Nails has no eyeballs, no, none. His he's he, all eyebrows, his brow goes like streak to his <laughs> nose, yeah. He's uh, in that pr- permanent Stanley Kubrick full metal jacket stare down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. He, I uh, know what comes next. Yeah, it's re- really not about the match with nails. It's about the post-match beatdown with nails because that's longer and they do this stretcher bit. I wonder if we ever get to see like a Kamala versus nails.
1: I think that would be a good one because they just would never end the match. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. Neither <laughs> of them know how to wrestle. They're just beating each other until. Yes, exactly. Someone dies. Exactly. <laughs> see Kamala like big skeleton in front of him he's like <laughs> <laughs> wiping his chin off with with some orange shreds ooh, ooh. Uh. <laughs> segment 13 lord alfred
1: hayes yes he's still uh there we get our first big promo for SummerSlam, and he is doing the voiceover on this one in is full of an english accent and he can Absolutely, give us. Yeah, I feel like he he went uh, Alfred Hayes 2.0 on this
0: accent. He went uh, full Dick Van Dyke. Yeah, in case you didn't know, I am English. <laughs> <laughs> Play up that you're British. Do I? Yeah, yeah right. exactly. I think they're gonna know. No, crank it. No, no. Uh, but SummerSlams at Wembley Stadium in the UK. Mm-hmm. Monday, August 31st. Shawn Michaels has left the building. And they're doing this thing with the who cares, where they planted fans to boo and say who cares, all in the same way. They all say who cares, boo, and they wave their hand down like, eh. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's pretty pretty lame. Pretty lame. If I was Sean, I'd be like, can we stop with the, I've left the building? <laughs> we, yeah. You're wrecking me here. Yeah.
1: But we do get uh, Money Inc. versus Bobby Perez and Angel Vega. Yeah, the, these guys look
0: like my family.
1: <laughs> well, here's the, you
0: got wise guys.
1: Here's the thing with with uh, with Bobby Perez and Angel Vega—they were actually a tag team. Oh yeah, were they the chooches or what? Uh, they they were just not too. They, they were just not like red tights thrown together backstage for this match. Now they they would do. Um, some wrestling in a uh, promotion called CZW. Okay. And they do. They look like clones of each other. They look like they were brothers or something. They look like extras from The Sopranos. But yeah, they they had some they had several matches together as a tag team uh, in CZW. So they must have been taken from that.
0: Did they have a name? No. No, they're just Bobby Perez and Angel Bobby <laughs> Perez and Angel Vega. Yeah. Bobby and Angel. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Hey, IRS is telling you not to be a tax cheat on the mic. Uh, I want to cheat on my taxes. God, Mike Rotunda's quick. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like this he's a big guy. He's not at the beginning of his career at all and he is just super fat fighting in
1: loafers and dress pants the dude's awesome and just kicking the shit out of these guys
0: <laughs> they do it's awesome they, they really beat the hell out of these guys yeah ted DiBiase just looks super tough like the oh the other guy t- uh, tags in and DiBiase is just like waving him in like come on mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. they never look b- better than this match. like we've seen a million Mo- money incorporated matches and they look awesome in this match oh there's another spot where 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 DiBiase yeah like throws the guy
1: to his opponent's corner yeah. so he can tag him and yeah it just gives him the like
0: come here come let's here. go you're next you're next buddy I love that I love that picture in picture and Jimmy Hart immediately ruins it yeah money ain't the chips, baby <laughs> champs forever. <laughs> That's a good Jimmy Hart I like that Thank you Yeah Yeah Yeah,
1: It's it's another Jimmy Hart Just because moment uh, That I just can't get over So many of these Awesome wrestlers Just didn't need him No They didn't You know Jimmy Hart didn't need a stable I don't know why he was
0: with them And he's not a bad manager It just didn't fit right Didn't fit Yeah Ted DiBiase needs no help No uh, Mike Ratunda needs no help. They don't. They don't need a, a little chirpy clown running around. Not at all. Uh, they do everything. Man, we got the million dollar dream. We got the, mm-hmm. the hundred dollar bill down the guy throat. Haven't seen that uh, in forever. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. I love it. It is total classic, Ted. Um, maybe he was slowing down. Maybe he was. That's why they put two of these guys together but they are awesome together this, this might be like my favorite mm-hmm. Ted DiBiase outside of the rest, around Wrestlemania 4 certainly great match and we follow awesome with awesome because we got Razor Ramon uh, Razor just kills it he does kills it in this promo this is this is it, absolutely awesome yeah he's out of Chili's
1: <laughs> Was it a Chili's or a Chi Chis? I wasn't sure. <laughs> is there a difference? It's one of those
0: one of those. It's certainly not a Chipotle because they yeah, went around you. Yeah, he's at the local La Torteca. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he's complaining that uh, It's Mexico stuff, and Disney. It is. <laughs> a little bit more Texan Mex and uh, <sighs> WWF people have been putting Razor down, and I'm like, when? Yeah, nobody's mentioned you besides you at yeah, this you, point. You haven't even shown up yet. You're still in Cubam Ammy.
1: <laughs> Cubam
0: Nice. Nice. Nothing is too good for Razor. Nothing. Ramon nothing and then the poor waiter gives him the bill and then the promo gets like nine times better oh that's the best part of the promo he just starts like listing
1: off all of these completely stereotypical things uh that you would expect a mexican to do in a mexican restaurant (laughs) which is way racist yeah.
0: should oh, I bust my to table too bust you your to pay table your bill?
1: clean your floors maybe I'll go to the back and wash your dishes man no I really
0: can I'm good at it <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'll clear the table and he like throws everything off the table oh, yeah, Razor calm down buddy it's just a bill yeah. yeah. What what could it be? Like thirteen dollars. Nineteen ninety two. How much does this cost? Know.
1: Three bucks. I'm gonna put you up against IRS. You might have to pay your taxes. Oh, that'd be great.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> let me see what your W we- two. Let me see your it's green card. Let me, let's <laughs> see, like... <laughs> Wait, we should we should book our own pay per view at this point with these gimmicks. Yeah, but it'd be like totally boring. It'd be like paperwork. <laughs> it'd be literally IRS doing taxes. That's it. Yeah, completely it won't be a repo uh, match you just watch him try to steal a car back yeah oof oof we would I'd love to book their actual gimmicks be like <laughs> and here we have Tito Santana against Toro the bull against the bull the <laughs> real bull uh,
1: we've got nails against cell block 42 <laughs> yeah I was like oh no oh <laughs> no we know
0: what you did, Nails. We know what you did. Snitches uh. get stitches, Nails. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Awesome. We've got this. we got
1: this. We'll book a real shot. Uh, we go from the Razor Ramon promo into the high energy promo. And I honestly think at this point, Coco just doesn't understand his gimmick. The only thing he knows how to do is say high energy.
0: Well, they took his bird away. <laughs> Frankie's not in the the shot. Like Frankie, after like uh, three times of doing event center promos and trying to eat Owen Hart, <laughs> they decided <laughs> to uh, leave Frankie at home.
1: They got rid of Frankie. Because he was trying to eat Owen. They're wearing uh, gimmicks uh, that if they move around too fast, it's going to slow down NASCAR. Uh, they do
0: get new graphics done by an, an eighth grade art club. <laughs> <laughs> They're horrible. Yeah, I think my son can make something better than that. Owen's just doing like every rocket promo he's ever done, just substituting the word rocket for high energy. Yeah. Uh, and Coco only knows how to do <laughs> High energy.
1: Only heck can say high energy. And then he goes off script. Cause cause Owen's like Owen's going off against the nasty boys and trying to keep it on there. And then you know Coco goes into his high energy. And th- then he goes off on Money Inc. Yeah, it's like
0: that's, that we're not facing them.
1: Yeah, and see so you see Owen just start shaking his head. I'm like, no, Coco, go,
0: go, go, go. not our opponent. And,
1: and then it's gotta and then Owen brings it back to the nasty boys
0: at the end. They you think after the promo, uh, Coco's like Owen. Did you see how I got our got our names in against the champs? Maybe the, that's how they book us against them. We call them out. Now they're gonna have to give us a title shot. And Co- yeah, you know, Owen's like, no.
1: no, no, that's not how it works. Nope, no, that's not how it works.
0: Oh, uh, but we move on to worse. It's uh, Huss, Huss.
1: The uh, the the Berserker promo to finish. So they're going to cap this episode off with the (laughs) Berserker promo, unfortunately. Um, And this is what I don't understand because we already talked about how, you know, we saw the Berserker earlier as he attacks the Undertaker, but the Undertaker no sells it. Meanwhile, the Berserker's in this promo talking shit, talking Talking total shit. (laughs) It's like, we just saw the Undertaker no sell everything that you brought. Like you have nothing anymore. You're
0: done. Yeah. You ran off. in fear you're done and now you're in the event center talking shit yeah yeah I totally agree like the event center promos don't have to be in any particular order put this one first at the beginning of the show yeah and then the then the berserker comes out after you know saying what he was gonna do yeah and you're like oh shit he's gonna do it and then have it turn bad for him but not talk a lot of shit after you've been run off yeah
1: uh, he's talking about now you've seen who the toughest wrestler is. I'm like, yeah, the yeah, Undertaker.
0: It's, the Undertaker. <laughs> it's not you. Yeah, it wasn't. He <laughs> ran home like a bitch. Yeah, he <laughs> like, did. You, you got you punked. He totally did. You got punked.
1: He threw salt in his eyes. He's like salt. Whatever. Salt. <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm dead. I'm preserved already. I'll salt. Exactly. I don't need salt uh, at this point. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Um, That is the episode. So here's the deal. The show is over. Well, let's talk about the show. The show is pretty good. I actually (laughs) like the show. It uh, finally continued some stories instead of just uh, showing, like, filler matches with the guys. Uh Uh Uh-huh. Because, you know, the Berserker run is probably over for them and The Undertaker on the the touring loop. But they still brought it back and started telling the story a little bit more. Yes. And the promos that that were pre-recorded are... geared towards people they're not as generic as they were at the beginning of this loop when we started this show yeah so uh that's pretty cool um yeah best match of the night
1: what'd you think um i had a, it, this was kind of a toss-up for me i like the tag team matches the lod match was good and the uh, money inc match was good so i i, I
0: kind of tossed it up between those two being my favorites those two are mine for bo- probably the same reasons LOD looked like total, besides the puppet, the freaking puppet. Yeah, just get rid but, of the puppet. But yeah. Hawk, like choking the guy to death, literally like he's gone. The guy just wants nothing to do with this match anymore. So Hawk Grab. grabs his hand and tags his partner in so he could beat yeah. that guy up. Awesome. Uh, that was just totally bad. Yeah. And <laughs> Rotundo and DiBiase just looked awesome. Totally killer. Like, yeah, they were fast. They they looked like they could wrestle. They looked like the opponents had nothing that they, they could do against them. Yeah, they just beat the shit out of their opponents. <laughs> they really
1: did. They, they, they really totally beat. did. Like those guys looked like they were hurting at the end of that match. Best red tight of the night. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with the Dublin Destroyer just because you know I, I would put him a level above your typical red tight, being that he had a uh, uh, some type of gimmick. So I'm gonna give him the I'm gonna give him the nod on the best red type for me. I gave it to Gilbert
0: because he made uh, Tito look young again. Mm-hmm. Like he's doing a good job selling for Tito. Very good. And Tito actually did a pretty good job. Those, those two wrestled probably the best against each other. Mm-hmm. It looked like there was actual chemistry there instead of just a guy who's gonna there getting his ass kicked and being able to sell well. This looked like they're putting on a match, even though you know Gilbert wasn't really going to get a shot in. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah certainly. certainly.
0: Next week. Next week, we've got the British Bulldog. Yep, leading. We're going to see him in, in kind of front and center for a while, I think.
1: Yeah, and this is where uh, I, I got excited for next week because we are starting to roll towards SummerSlam. So some of the... Uh, um, I would think some of the feuds to lead up to SummerSlam are going to have to start pretty soon. And to lead off with the British Bulldog, I think
0: is, you know, uh, an obvious uh, point to that. Uh, It would not surprise me if we don't talk about Repo Man next week. Mm -hmm. If we get the Bulldog, but we start phasing out the Repo feud and start going uh, Bulldog Brett. That'll be interesting. I look forward
1: to that. Uh, Yes, we get the Mountie next week. We get a big Boss Man Interview. So I'm assuming this is going to be an interview where he's present and not on the phone. Right. No, live. Yes. Uh, we get a little bit of woo in our lives <laughs> with Ric Flair. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit of woo in my life. Um, and then we get the
0: announcement of the main event at SummerSlam is going yeah. to be made next week. So. A couple shows ago, we took a sneak peek at the SummerSlam card. Mm-hmm. We we're hoping that we'd actually see the blow off of all these matches that we've been seeing these feuds go on for months. And this would be the time where mm-hmm. we put these feuds to rest and we don't No, Like the card is a complete scramble. Yeah. So uh, here is my suggestion. Okay. Instead of doing next week's show as next week's show, next week's show is the blow off show of all these feuds. Ooh. I like it. So I searched the network yeah. for uh, matches between the guys who are feuding together, and here's what I found. There is an LOD versus Beverly Brothers from something called Invasion '92, which puts it around this okay. time. So that okay. that seems to be a match that we can see the face, the names versus names for that feud. Uh, we have Tatanka versus the Model in Rampage '92. Lovely. Okay. The be- Warrior and the Berserker and Shango and the Undertaker, we have a lot to choose from and we could do them all. Yeah. We got Warrior and Undertaker as a team. Nice. Versus Shango and Berserker from Rampage 92. That's an interesting team. That would be interesting. Warrior in and Undertaker versus. Okay. Okay. Uh, that's a lot of protection against a crappy wrestler. <laughs> they stacked a <laughs> the deck against the they, Warrior. They certainly did. Uh, You're gonna make him look like a million bucks. That's right. Uh, we have also from, uh, and this is seems to be a year later. Okay. But I don't know if the match is from this time and like the d- the videotape came out a year later. Maybe. They, yeah. Maybe the videotape came out
1: later. Okay. There's, there's okay. an
0: Undertaker ver- uh, Berserker from Wrestlefest '93. Okay. So we can see him one on one. There's a Warrior Shango from the ultimate warrior dv uh probably not a dvd in 1993. no uh from their video from 1993 so that's probably uh, a match that happened around this time in 92 so we can actually see that yeah it's on beta i don't think we should see the boss man nails because i think that is coming down the pike i think there's
1: yeah i see i see you have it survivor series so let's hold off on that one because that could the blow-off's
0: going to take a little bit longer for that. Oddly enough, I could not find High Energy versus the Nasty Boys anymore. <laughs> oh, unfortunate. You know what? I'm not worried about that one. Can't imagine why they didn't film that and save that for all time. Well, there's no there's there's no feud there. It's been just promo against promo. We are going to get the Disasters versus Money, Inc. on Superstars. Oh, good. Down the line. So we're, okay. we'll hold off on that one. Sure. Here is something awesome. Okay. Because... There's two Brett versus Sean's from around this time. Okay. We got Rampage 92 has Brett versus Sean, and it's literally from, like, around this month. Yeah, it's around the same exact time. Good. Even better. Ooh, I see it. From -um Spack'em Whack'em, which must have been from Airplane. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Exactly. See a broad to get that booty, Lay <laughs> them down, and smack, smack 'em, yak 'em. <laughs> <laughs> Just hang loose, blood. <laughs> hang loose, blood. Uh, <laughs> you gotta be back with your medicine. <laughs> Don't mess with me, big mama. I dug. I dug her rap. <laughs> it's Brett and Sean in a ladder match. Nice. Lay 'em down and smack smack 'em, yak 'em. I love it. I love it. I want to see that match. Brett, Sean, ladder match. So we can get a taste of both of those. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: This is is well before the the coveted ladder match of WrestleMania 10. By a lot.
0: Yeah. This is post eight and we don't get the the razor match. And Brett has always been bitter because he wanted to do a ladder match and they gave it to Sean because Sean's had already done one with Brett. Yeah. So there it is okay i think we okay. should wait on Fla- flair and macho because that's gonna have a giant uh blow off because yeah t- behind the scenes i don't even know if that match was ever televised where macho fi- loses to flair on the road and just one day we're gonna hit a superstars so we're like Fla- Fla- who's- flair's the champ flair's champ and macho's okay. out and brett beat flair uh, in thi- out of thin air yeah that- that's it so oh, okay yeah all right so next
1: week we'll do
0: we can do the
1: lod versus beverly's we'll do the tonka to versus a model we'll do why don't we uh because we're cutting a few of these out we'll do the undertaker berserker and then the Warrior versus shango so we'll go to the 93 on that one okay um and then
0: we'll do the we'll finish it out with the brett sean ladder match now do you do the warrior taker shango berserker as a bonus feature i might as well You're might right. as well what's that eight, five matches eight matches right. eight eight total nope seven seven total. seven matches
1: all right blow off show for next week we will hold off on the next
0: uh week of superstars and we'll do the blow off show i like it yeah we're not telling our wives we're doing a blow off show <laughs> what are you doing um, It's sand and i have to record our blow off show yes
1: we're getting blown oh, <laughs> oh, off. oh yeah. no that's not happening All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Shawn Michaels has left the building. Sayonara, Undertaker. Undertaker.